today is September 11th, and we all recognize today, right? My, my whole lineage is military, so I, uh, we are connected to a lot of people that have a, uh, been impacted in great ways from this day. Yep. And it's the hardest day for our country. Absolutely. But September 12th is one of the, the most glorious days in which we all come together, right? And Absolutely. we sometimes need those really negative things to have the good things. You can't, you don't even know what a good job is until you've had a bad one. You don't know what a great leader feels like until you've worked for a bad one sometimes, right? So, so these things that we do, like there's a lot of people that are suffering horribly in their existence in this industry, in their careers, you know, at home, you know, and desperation all the time. Absolutely. And, yeah. and I think that, we are at a point where things even for us and as, as a nation will get better. Just like, do you know who the president of the United States was before Lincoln who led us into the civil war? Right. Yeah. And then you needed a Lincoln to get us out. And like, if you, if you know who the president was that got us into the depression and the president that got us out, you always have kind of a, an up and a down, you know, and, and you kind of have to have the, the setback before you have the comeback, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I'm really optimistic about, certain things and and what i see in patterns of labor training uh i now that labor i think is going to become the tail that wags the dog in this industry i think it'll be just as critical as what you are doing we're like hey look i don't have power well, why don't you have power why is there no power is it because it's regulation or is it because they don't have enough people to build the transformers to build the substations and the wire guys that you know does that make sense so yeah, no. at the end of it all you could go up the stack and you're still waiting for labor yep. and labor is the tail that wags the dog right now right? absolutely well they were telling us that you know the the transformers are you know an extra two years or something like longer and you're like geez like they just don't have specialists that could build them that's exactly. I was like, okay, we're all gonna go and like switch careers. We're gonna go build transformers, you know, <laughs> like or switches or whatever it was. That, it's gonna you know. change. It'll yep. transform designs. Yep. Probably you'll see people that are like, I don't need that anymore. I uh, we're learning to live without that, maybe or something. Or you're gonna see, you know, cogeneration is a lot, right? Obviously, but I think that uh, along with these problems, I'm interested to, to see what you have to do and what you're tasked with learning and how to solve for these problems and what solutions do you have that make because at the end of the day, your your value isn't just based on the competitive nature that you have, your grit that you learned yeah. as a kid, and your subject matter expertise of having done this a lot with a large volume. I mean, you worked for one of the largest publicly traded mission critical REITs in the world that was deploying more capital than almost any other business at one point. You were doing more of this site selection than anybody else. You could, You probably did more in two years there than what most people do in 10 years in a regular pace data center. Nuts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's just education. Yep. That's your master's degree, yep. you know, but for you, now that you have that, you end up now, it sounds like it makes perfect sense why you're there and why you love it so much. What are the things that you have to solve for now and the roles that you have? And then what are you doing? Like, what does a high speed, low drag professional woman like yourself do in this industry to to fill her cup, to be educated, to be challenged, to grow and learn? Are there other women in this industry that are feeding you, that you're feeding too? Is there, what platforms are you using to, to grow your wings, so to speak? All that stuff. So that was a lot of questions. <laughs> so take your <laughs> time. So I'm going to like piece part of it. So you asked about like, what am I doing like as a woman with other women in the industry? And, you know, thanks to you, you got a super panel, you know, coming up in what, a week and a half. Um, that's, That's going to be group. a power panel. That'll probably yeah. be the most energetic panel at the conference, I think. It will. Can we, are we allowed to have these on that panel too? If you don't have those, <laughs> you can't be on stage. So Perfect. That Perfect. Loudmouth Soup will actually make that the best panel. It will be a good one. So like having that, right? Like 
that's a newer thing, right? Where we're really pushing women to get up there and talk, right? And that's something that I've now challenged, you know, some of the younger uh, ladies, you know, at yonder and like, got to get out there and speak like your voice should be heard. So go out there. There are great people that will support you, men and women. Like we've got one guy on our panel, you know, next week. And, you know, I think it's fantastic because I don't want to have only women, you know, it's not about a gender. It's about the performance of the people. Right. But teaching women that they can speak up and, you know, be part of the solution, you know, is I think the right step. So, you know, as far as what am I giving back um, and where am I gaining it from? People like Lindsay, people like Kayla, um, was with Katie O'Hare last night. She had a high tea for women at the event. Uh, and it was great, right? Like, I think that we've made great progress because we've had great supporters, you know, yourself included. And, you know, I want to push that forward. Uh, we're going to start a, this is now the, probably the first thing that will be released on, you know, yonder. I want to start a women's um, mentoring group, right? And have men mentor them, right, as well. Well, remember, you guys are also supposed to find. We are. I challenged you to have a podcast that goes out at least once a month that I will pay for and sponsor to where you where you guys are using that whole thing and creating the orbit around that. And you could use, you know, the branding yeah. of, of this to do it. And like, it's going to be great. And, you know, having maybe like a powerhouse, say, you know, women DCAC or something, right? Like the, So uh, the Wimco event was yeah. great, yeah. right? We sponsored that. And my ladies came back and were like, it was great. It just didn't have enough edge. Yeah. They're like, can we do a data center, you know, a DCAC live version of Wimco? I'm like, have at it, go nuts, whatever you can do. So like- I expect you to not just, I like what you're doing because you do a lot to push people. I mean, how many times did I have to call you out before I can get I you? I know, I know. Right? <laughs> but hold on, you have to start with speaking. Yep. But after you're done, then the second part is speaking is just not enough. No. You have to implement it. Implement the new ideas, like challenge us, right? Like it doesn't work if it's just an echo chamber of women are all saying the same things. Like I want to hear these new things as we evolve, right? And do it. Like saying it's one thing, but then go out and actually do it. You know, I think that I got super energized when we were on our, you know, panel call a couple of weeks ago. And you're like, I challenge you guys to do this. And I was like, oh, man, I'll take challenges all day long. Let's, you know, let's go at that. So like Kayla and I and uh, Lindsay have spoken, you know, several times. Since. Three of the most competitive women I know. <laughs> and, and best friends. And, <laughs> and, okay, and listen, I put another powerhouse on that panel that you guys haven't met yet. Um, she she probably would hate me saying this, but she's um, a powerhouse of a woman and like she broke a guy's nose last week for you just, she doesn't tell you twice, don't touch her type thing. Right? Yeah. Oh, She's idol. a savage, right? She was like in Slovenia hiking and like Croatia and stuff. And she just, she's a, she's a very unique person. And I'm like, I'm going to put you four on a stage together and watch what happens because those are like four black belts on yeah. stage <laughs> with a guy that is actually going to, he's a dude, he's a perfect person to be on it because he's a, He's um uh, he's got a funny edge too, right? So you guys are gonna that's gonna be a fun panel for next week, and I can't wait to see it. that. The whole thing next week, or two weeks from now, yeah. whenever it is, those those lineups may be the best we've ever had. And I'm not saying we haven't had great speakers yeah. in the past, but the challenge I had for you all, right, was I don't expect you to teach anybody anything, but they should be They should feel. They should remember how you made them feel when you're done talking to them. That was powerful when you sent me that email because I was like, ah, oh, it was about the other topic. I was like. I don't know if I can speak intelligently on that one, you know? And then you're like, no, it's about how you make people feel. And I was like, wow, that is like super big. And I may have stolen that line. Do you should steal that line. Like, I think I, that's not my line. I, I borrowed it too. But, <laughs> and I, and, and I'm, I would like to take a moment and 
and memorialize the fact that I'm drinking Prosecco for the first time in my life ever. Out of solo cups. <laughs> I love it. This is as classy as it gets on this conference, hey, on this show. So that's why I felt like I could come. And we stepped it up to Prosecco only for you. Like, I'm breaking new barriers for myself as a human being right now. I had, uh, as I said, I drank, I drank white wine last night. I drank Chardonnay for the first time in my life. That is a sweet, heavy one. Could be the last time in my life. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, there's a reason. Like, I, I haven't missed it before, yeah. you know? But I accidentally messed up for the first time, and I, I uh, bought a house in the Carolinas. And when you are in the beach, you know, you're going to eat more fish. And I go to a place, I'm like, I'll take a you know a glass of Pinot. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know there was two types. I just thought there was a red version. Oh, yeah. Green so next, and uh, Noir. And they're like, well, we just assumed you're eating fish. You're going to have this white, you know, one. And I was like, I was like, what is this? What is this thing right here? This doesn't look like grapes. Hilarious. And they're like, that's a, that's a Pinot. And I'm like, no, it's not. That's how, <laughs> that's how dense I was. So Wait, I, I thought you lived in, down here. I do. I live here in Austin. Okay, but you got a house I buy a house. Okay. Yeah, I, so moved the whole family. I have a, my oldest is at the University of South Carolina, and my next son is uh, at the Citadel. Okay. So uh, Miss Ophel goes, hey, look, I'm going to go live where my kids are going to school. Oh. So she picked it up. And my my daughter wants to go to school with where her brothers are at, too. Okay. How old is she? How old is your daughter? 16. Okay. Yep. And she's a soccer player. She she transferred. She wanted to move out there for her junior year. And she's enjoying the transformation of one year to the next, mm-hmm. of being, you know, the FNG at yeah. a new school. So much that she asked me if she can do it again her senior year. And I'm like, are you sure? And she's like, what's the point? I'm going to be going to college and doing it again. I, she's like, let's just let it ride. That's awesome. And I was like, let's do it. I mean- I mean, life's too short. If you know anything about the way I go trucking anyway, I'm like, yeah, that, that whatever construct that society normally says that that's what is the homogenous model we should all adopt and conform to, yeah. I'm probably the opposite of that. And over, so I'm like, yeah, why, why do you have to go to the same school for every year? Let's go mix it up. Go have fun. You're a free agent. That's awesome. And she's, she's a good enough at all the things that she does where her confidence isn't her problem. So, And that's, I think, the biggest thing, right? Having confidence, you know? Well, and that's, that's hard as a 16-year-old girl. But that's why, now do you understand why I'm so 100% behind everything that I'm trying to do yeah. to position? Because there are major, I wouldn't say major, this is, this is what I'll say, let's, we talk very freely, yeah. right? And there's a problem that exists. Obviously, there's some DNI issues that exist. Don't know if there's a lot of pent-up demand for women that are being excluded, but there are elements in which they are already in the game and maybe being excluded. Does that make sense? Yes. I think that I don't think there's barriers to entry to get into the market. Hundred percent. I think once you're here, then there is more barriers. That's exactly at, it. Does that make sense? Yep. And I have a daughter, and she's a savage, and I'm raising her to be intimidated by no man, which means that she should come and be able to compete in this space. Absolutely. But she can't today, based on the construct that I exist in, and yep. I'm able to do well in. So I do think that the people I go trucking with all have daughters too, yep. and they all are like. It's not like they were operating oblivious or uh, operating under this existence yeah. of circumstances and just saying, sucks to be them. We just are not. It just We're just so involved in our own lives. That it's like, you ever have your kid who's like, I'm so worried what I'm going to wear to school and what I have to dress is going to be perfect because I'm going to walk in a room. And I'm like, you do realize that every kid thinks that. Yeah. So none of them are looking at you. They're all just checking themselves yeah, out, making they're sure they're okay. <laughs> no one's really checking each other out, it turns no. out, right? And I think that um, my daughter would play in this space and be viewed as a bitch or abrasive based on how she operates right now. 
And that's unfortunate because she functions like I do. Yeah. And, and I think that what it is that you're tasked to do is you have six years until she gets through high school and out of college and is ready to come play in the space to help figure out how we can work together to find more opportunities to where it's not a big deal. Like, yeah, we're all in this game together and whatever's, whatever's available as an opportunity for, for me is the same as you. Um, but you just have to be willing to work just as hard for it as I am. Absolutely. And that, I had this conversation actually this morning um, <clears throat> with a, one of our leaders of our team, and he was like, we really need to find more women. And I was like, we need to find qualified people. And I don't want it to be, you're the token woman, right? Like, And that's what I'm afraid will happen. You'd be surprised. Look, we have more women than I thought we have when I look at our numbers. Yeah. And we and it's because we don't give a shit. We only look for the most qualified people. Yes. But what I've what I'm telling you is, don't go look for women. Just go look for the most qualified people. And what I've learned is, um, few and far between. Women are tend to be smarter. Mm-hmm. You're meaner. You're tougher. You have more grit. Like mm-hmm. I mean, you guys have. You make the people. Yeah. Like you, you have all the power. You get what I'm saying. So I'm like, turns out if you go and you really are truly looking for the best. If there's a woman in that hat, she's going to be in the top two. That's exactly. And that's what he was actually saying. Is there are not many in the hat, right? And he's like, how do we do that? I'm like, well, that's actually. Well, that part is your job. I, well, and that's what I was going to say. Like teaching girls at a younger age, right? Like my daughter sees nothing wrong with, you know, going in and being a you know contract negotiator. But she sees that. So like as moms, as as women, as parents, you know, showing them other opportunities. I mean, how many like 10-year-olds say, I want to be a contract negotiator? I mean, they want to be a cop. They want to be a doctor. You know, like. That's they want to be. They want to be their heroes. Yeah. And if their mom is their hero, then that's how that works. Well, that was really sweet. Yeah, but that's how it works. <laughs> it is. She actually sent me this really cute little slideshow, and, and it was like she works really hard, you know. And like I was like, man, like they really are witnessing. They're paying attention. Yeah, they're paying attention. And you know, she struggles when I travel. Um, and I was actually very fortunate. They let me take some time off, you know, a couple years ago uh, to spend with her. And we are now facing like, okay, well, mom does have to go on the road, and it's you know, hey, this is. This is life. Like, we'll get through it. Like, we FaceTime a she lot. She can't miss you if you're always there. That's exactly it. And I told her I was going to start being a jerk at home, you know, or not as much fun. And she was like, no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> so, but it's um, actually good for her, too, that independence. Yeah. So, I mean, it's mutually beneficial, right? But, Absolutely. But of that thing, you got to where you're at. And what, like, for those that don't know Yonder, mm-hmm. who's Yonder? So, Yonder is a uh, developer, owner, operator uh, for Hyperscale. Uh, we have big campus um, in Northern Virginia. So that was our first stateside um, data center. And then have um, sites in APAC and uh, EMEA as well. And, Very small. And now that we've talked a lot about you and painted with some broad strokes over, you know, what is, you introduce yourself with your title, I think, at the beginning, but now tell people, like, bring it all back together. What do you tell people you do for a living? So since so many people in the world, right, like in our industry, people know what I do, right? But in the world, you know, I tell people I, I'm the one that finds land to host all your pictures from, you know, from the internet on them, you know, because it's a very simplified, you know, way to do it. Um, and a lot of people don't understand, like we were talking earlier about, you know, the people um, in the communities that don't like us and they're posting it all over social media. Like, they use e-commerce and social media yeah. and downloading YouTube <laughs> and eyeball content, yeah. video caching yeah. all day, but they yeah. don't want those data They centers. don't want them there. And, uh, you know, I think being data centers, we got to be better partners probably with these people to help educate them and, um, Excuse me, help them understand what we do, but that's basically what I do. But uh, I'm actually going to be a little more customer facing. I'm kind of excited about that. Oh yeah, you taking on be... a, 
a different potentially role? a little bit of a split role moving forward. So oh, yeah? keep is my that exciting up. for you? I'm very excited. So okay. I know that you probably think that I'm really shy, but at times I'm not. No, <laughs> Didn't <laughs> no see one has coming. ever said that. Um, so I'm really excited to be in front of you know customers and you know the industry as a whole, doing a lot more you know customer facing or industry facing events. I just noticed I'm like doing this a lot. I know. I see you use your hands. Use your hands. I'm Italian. <laughs> like hands. Italian or something. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So we met uh, a few years back. I think right when you were at Yonder. I think LD probably put yeah. you on, and it's because. So if you want to take it back to the genesis of our relationship, it was really you were helping out a friend of yours that was a neighbor from Ohio yes. that was transitioning out of the military and he was working for Army Futures. Yes. And I love this story because uh, you said, hey, Kirk, and and I said, hey, let's roll him into the fold. You know, like I don't know anybody about anything and I don't have a lot of time to coordinate the details. Yeah. I now have an EA in my life that um, it's like having an executive assistant is like being on ADHD your whole life without being on medication and then having medication. You're like, phenomenal. I'm like, look, I could breathe the right way now yeah. and stuff. So she's helped really bring everything that I need to do. She'll just draw the wagons around it and kind of help keep things kind of pressured in. And um, uh, so good example, right, is me just losing my train of thought on the ADHD thing. So we were talking about um, my Oh, friend. how I got your yep. guy. So you just introduced him. I'm like, look, I don't have time to slow down and roll him into the fold, but... Yeah. Hey, bro, if you're a bullet sponge, you're one of us, come to this dinner. And I think I just had him come to a dinner one night. And I had like 12 or 14 people from my team there. And half of them were former military anyway. So I'm like, bullet sponge, friends, friends, bullet sponge, welcome to the tribe type of thing. And then we were just trying to get him rolled in the fold. And, and he loves it. And I, he's in the game now. He's, he's in, in the game. He got a job. He came to DCAC and he's uh, he's got a, I mean, I think they moved him, right? He yeah. retired from yeah. the army, got a job. IES. Yep. He works for IES. And he's in Virginia and he's on big programs and he's living it. But it's that's how this industry works is, hey, we didn't know each other and we connected and that's soul changing shit. And that's what it's all about for us. Right? Yeah. And actually, funny story. His mom called me. Uh, his mom and his brother called me the other day and, you know, they were continuing to talk about what a great experience that was for him. So. Oh, wow. Well, listen, I didn't know him for anything. Yeah. And he he was able to take advantage of the fact that I had no organizational capabilities at the time. <laughs> so he, uh, it was just easier to roll him right in the fold with the rest of the troops. And I knew you could, you could do that to any military yeah. person. It transcends all branches too. So I'm, if I'm doing something and I, if I need another vet to jock up on something, they could jump right in, you know? Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm sure if you're around, you know, people on horses and you're at the same stalls and someone's like, hey, can you do this? The le the language you use or whatever it is, just they know how that works. So yeah. They're just getting like. So, uh, but I thought it was cool because um, that's how our relationship started was helping a veteran. And here we are now where I'm trying to create more bandwidth and a bigger platform so that the bold women in this industry who are um, not changing problems just for the optics, but for reality, we can put some wood behind the arrow for you. Yeah. And we can we could use the podcast or the conference or the merch or whatever we do to try to figure out how you can, we're not gonna change society. No. And this business is a, as an emerging business, as an incubator is not gonna, I'm not gonna be able to take the business that I have and fix all the problems that exist in society as a, product of human nature. So uh, men and women are going to treat each other poorly yep. within your company and outside of it. And it doesn't mean that your culture is because of it or, and you know, there's a lot of things that are going to happen. Just, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I'm going to try to work with you all to not try to fix 
what could be considered a mental health problem or education problem or something for a lot of, but how do we learn how to adapt around it? Because you're not going to screen. There's no silver bullet for, we're not going to be able to erode those people out of the industry forever, no. but what do we do to police or govern better? I think that's what we need to get to first is the governance and the policing part. And how does that take place? And that's hard. I think that's the part that I find actually the hardest <clears throat> the policing and the governance, right? And maybe not. It's all self-imposed. I'm saying, like us yeah, as a, yeah. as a culture or an industry, going, mm, they're out. Yeah. You know, you don't get to do that. And I, but I think that is probably the hardest, right? Because if people mm. don't know about it, like I think a lot of the biases are unconscious, like biases, right? Like no one's really aware, you know, typically that if they are, you know, being that way, maybe they are. I'm just assuming that people are typically good. Maybe that's a false, you know. That's a blonde thing. thing. Not joking. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm obviously stereotyping as the yes, example. But yeah, like, I'm like this hand, I'm like, I have to move it. No, no, I love I'm it. like Keep slightly going. aggressive over Italian here with the microphone. Like, yeah, very, you can tell, like, right? Italian. Like, yeah. all Italians have really blonde hair, right? right. Um, but I think that's the hard part is they don't know that they're doing it. So I think education is probably the biggest thing, right? And, and then having great men like you that, you know, kind of speak up. You do, though. Like, you really do. I have a daughter. I think everybody that has a daughter gets You would it. be surprised. Mm, I think that they just haven't been awoken yet. You know, like yeah. you just one day look around and you see powerful women around you and then you see the disparity in others. Yeah. And then you you look at your daughter and you're like, oh my God, like how do you have a path? You know, like I'm fortunate. Um the mother of my daughter is also a powerhouse of a woman and she raises a strong you know, lioness as well, but um, that's a that's a you need secondary influences for your kids as well. Yes, parents can't do it all, right? No. So those secondary influences are going to come from like, look, if you think I haven't taken podcasts from this and be like, sissy, you need to listen to this podcast. This is what it will, you know, and every time I do it, and she will eat that stuff up. Well, yeah. there needs to be more of that. I mean, at some point, she'll be on a podcast too, maybe talking about the things that she's learned with your daughter, who's 10. Yeah. Because your daughter and my daughter will most likely, if they truly decide that they want to be in this space one day, they'll be doing things. I mean, the jobs that they'll be doing don't exist today, right? It'll have an iteration yeah. of what you're talking about, yeah. but it'll be something different as well, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Actually, in high school, I remember probably only one class in high school. And our teacher said, 80% of you will have a job that you haven't even heard of yet. Yeah, and I was like, true. well, that's weird. Like, and here I am. I I had no idea about data center. And it sounds like it's becoming hybrid now, right? So I think that over the course of time, because I'm really leaning heavy on on you ladies, like the Kayla's and the, you know, like I, I need you to tell us what you need to help support the growth of that thing for the sake of us mm -hmm. unless you want us to mansplain to you how to do that you oh, know mansplaining is the best <laughs> but we would never but <laughs> we know our limitations yeah. Yeah. so i'm like okay so how do i help put me in you know so i think i think i'm gonna see i'd like to see you at the end of dcac like november december should be the podcast where you and the others are and it should be something that you guys are plugging in new people that just got in the space for the first time and they're like they don't even know where the bathroom's at in this industry, so to speak. Yep. And then those that have been around, like you know, like the Carries and stuff like that, who it's wonderful. But she's like, if you heard her podcast, she's like, I basically was here during the genesis of this industry while we were all going through an apprenticeship together, because no one knew the there was no one to call. Like now, there's someone to call that has. Oh, I've been there at dawn night. This yeah. Which, back in those days, it was the Wild Wild West, yeah. and everyone was trailblazing. 
And I would say the soup's not done cooking in, in, in a few respects as well. I mean, we haven't arrived. It's a very immature niche industry with a lot of growth, don't you think? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, how long have data centers really been around, right? Like a lot of the data centers, you know, were a closet in a building, right? And, you know, yeah. now we have 96, you know, megawatt buildings, you know, out there. That's insane. Remember when like six megawatt deals were huge? I remember when like... We wouldn't even do anything like like you, I like I remember like not even having a mega one right like and you're just like whoa and now it's like people are going to do anything. those yeah yeah like no we're not going to do anything you know smaller than twenty four like come on let's be honest like not do anything smaller than twenty four yeah. megs I don't even wake out of bed for that's crazy but it's awesome where else so listen you just came from you were globetrotting I was globetrotting how like, was it it was great where'd you go so we were in Amsterdam we had a uh, offsite um, working on a a workshop internally. So kind of creating uh, new ideas uh, for us to implement to uh, better <clears throat> both our employees and our partnerships and people's experiences with Yonder as a whole, actually. So it was very um, inspiring. We were there. It was a two-day workshop. So I got in on Tuesday. So the workshop started uh, Wednesday, Thursday, flew home Friday morning. So didn't even have time to adjust. So I'm like, I have no idea what time it is. And um, then you flew right out here for a data center. Yeah. World, so I was not even home 48 hours and uh, turned around and, and left, came down here. Well, awesome. It's important. Um, what what didn't we touch on? Because I know I drilled you with everything. But I mean, this is not like the last podcast. This is the first no, one in which you, yeah, you let I'll be back in another year after, you know, we well, work I schedules. Well, I chase you for a year. You know, I think I'm just going to give you guys my mom's contact. And like, <laughs> we'll just coordinate when my mom can be at the house. And uh, Done. We'll be there. <laughs> I got you. Or I'll just bring them. That's what I'll do. Why wouldn't you? There's horses in Texas. There's horses in Texas. They love it. And uh, I was, so going back to that, bringing my daughter to work events. I bring my son as well. All right. And, you know, he gets some male bonding with, you know, the, the coworkers and does some cool stuff. But I think that has been a big inspiration. And I think it's something that potentially as, you know, parents we can do with our kids, right? Like just show them like some of these badass women or badass men in the industry, right? Like my son's always afraid, like, mom, like I'm a white guy. Am I going to be discriminated because the pendulum's going to swing? And I was like, you know, you may, you may have to go through that. Um, I said, but you know, all you can do is focus on improving yourself for whatever it is, right? And um, he goes, but mom, I want to support, you know, women too, like my sister and, and you. Like, he's like, I've seen some hard things that you've had to do. And so I think making those opportunities for kids available to see it. No, the more um, the more visibility great. we could get. Hey, at yeah. some point, we'll have to get to that. We're, we'll get to where we're, um, like JT and I did a podcast regarding the difference between sending your kids into the trades or sending them to college, yeah. right? And we're... When we did that, we, I mean, our sons are best friends, right? And they, so we're like, hey, make your friends listen to this because half of our, their friends are going to college and the other half are figuring it out. Yeah. And of that figuring out part, maybe one third of them are even looking at the trades. I'm like, if you're not going to college, you should be in the trades and like college ain't what it used to be either, right? So there's a lot of value in going straight into the trades. I, Absolutely. I, in many ways, was in the trades. I was an enlisted person in the military, yeah. which is the trades, right? Absolutely. I, I, yeah. I used my hands. And um, and and I think that there's a lot of, I mean, JT and I, I think, are in Laramie, I mean, the, not, the three of us were pretty decent examples of yeah. how you don't have to go to college first, as long as you're willing to work and, and you got to grow, right? But, and you got to take your beatings in the sense where like, you're going to work, like, there's some work in this space. We have a lot of fun, but there's a lot of hard work in this space too. Absolutely. And like my family was firm believers, you got to go to college. And 
every day I'm like, I don't even use my college degree. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but to me, it's, it's an experience. You committed to something for four years, you know, something like that. But, you know, you're right. Like, the trades are important, right? Yeah, that's, the, that's what's the most important part of our industry They're probably right making now. a lot more money than I am, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, listen, let's what, be honest. Well, what message would you have for anybody that's listening from the industry, first of all? Like, if they want to know anything about Yonder, if they want to connect with you, if they want to hear more about... What if they want to be a part of the women group that you guys are going to put Definitely together? Definitely reach out. Um, how can they find you? LinkedIn? LinkedIn, yep. Uh, Jennifer Reininger. How do you... That's an alphabet know. soup. You know, my maiden name was Smith, right? And I'm like, I need to go back to that. It was so much easier. Yeah, yeah. Like... But then people would be like, that's really not your name, is it? Like, oh, so who believed, like, Jen Smith? I was like, no, like, legit, my name is Jen Smith, you know? So, Reininger, it's R-E-I-N-I-N-G-E-R. All right. And if they don't, if they can't write that down. Then they'll just hit you up. They'll hit me up and I'll connect yeah, you. And connect. That's how That would do be it. great. Because I do want, I do really want to push this women's thing. And not because I think that, you know, it's unfair to women, but, you know, as a whole, but I want to empower women. So I don't want to fix it. I want to empower women to move forward and fix it themselves as well. This is why I ask when you empower them, remember, like, it's it's scary for guys. I'm just, Absolutely. I mean, I'm scared when I hire women because I know that if I hire someone that has the wrong intent, yeah. that it doesn't take much in the in the environment or the, the social climate that we're in um, to, especially if you're me and I've been in the past, I used to go hard in the paint when we'd have mm -hmm. these trade shows and stuff, and it wouldn't be hard to convince that that guy that used to do those things probably did that too, right? In reality, character is the only thing that we really Absolutely. even hire for or care about at this point, but we do have fun. I think when you're when you're going through this and you're trying to figure out how to help, I want to help figure out how I can, how we don't let those really bad apples, like we see a lot of people hating law enforcement, but law enforcement is amazing. Amazing. But there's always this one person that does something wrong here or one person there and it ruins the whole thing. And and it's unfair. And it's it's same for us as a guy that is uh, trying my best to battle uh, everything I can to straight uh, create a stronger culture. I have setbacks and those setbacks are really where I look at women and I have to look at some of them that I'm going to hire relative to how close they're going to be to me based on how much risk that puts me in the optics of something. Sucks, doesn't it? But listen, what they have to realize is those women, they, if they're going to be moms, they're, if they have sons, would they do that to their own sons? Would they put their sons in those in those positions? Never. Does that make sense? Because uh, Yeah. I fight. I actually, I never interact on Facebook, but there was one time someone was bashing men. <clears throat> and like it was horrible and it was so bad. like I don't want my son to go through that like that's wrong like we can't have the pendulum swing mm -hmm. to that extreme that's not that's not okay like that's it's just tough. me that's guilty yeah like there's a, there's a medium right like how about we just treat everyone as they are right like I, I think that we have to also reset expectations where we're like we're really creating a business where human beings are going to come into that it turns out that we all think differently and we yeah. all have different emotions and we're all flawed. So when people do bad things. Well, you and just, I are not flawed, right? Well, I I, mean. <laughs> I actually have um, so many blind spots that I wouldn't even, that we could do a whole podcast just on that. So I, I just, this thing's not going to get fixed on our watch, but we have to make it 
we have to keep but daylight on it. We have it's to the only thing that improve helps to heal. it. That's the thing. Like, there's not probably going to be a fix, but we have to improve it. And I think that's not on women. I don't think it's on men. I think it's on people. Yeah. It's on people to change their perception and how to move forward. I think, though, like September 12th, I always say, I always use that. I think the pendulum shifts. You know, we have yeah. good and bad. And I think yeah. that I think that I like to think that we just came through a shitstorm as an industry and as a society. And we're about ready to, you know, get into an election year, which means that shit will get crazy again if unless unless you're like me, where you don't follow any media at all, right? Smart. I don't follow any of that stuff. It has had a profound impact on my emotional range, right? By not worrying about things we don't that, watch that, that don't matter. It's, yep. Right. So uh I just think that, you know, there's only one place to go and that's up for us right in this space and i think the more that we work on these things like we're not going to be able to tackle society's biggest problems but we can certainly try to govern ourselves and police ourselves better and that's the best we could do don't you agree i absolutely agree on that one well i look forward to hearing you and all those other powerhouses on that stage and i hope that you unload every barrel you got on that guy i put on stage with you i'm really like i feel like we should probably meet him in person first no we did the one call like i feel like is he ready for this? Like no, but that's why I put him on, right? Because you removed someone, right? Well, we originally uh, had someone that. Well, we had a, one of my buddies was going to be on, and he would have been perfect, but he's too busy right oh, now. Okay. So everybody's too busy. All it's a busy time in the space it right is. now too, which is a great time, right? It is. So, I'm gone um, three weeks out of this month. Are you really? It was supposed to be four, but I said, uh-uh. So I actually put one of our uh, our other uh, ladies from yonder on a panel in Chicago. Well, I normally try to chase down Alejandra, but she's just as hard to, to pull down as you. Well, she's in London now. She moved to London? She moved to London. Man, I'm so happy for her. She's killing it. Good she's, for her. She's my idol. She's a rock star. Female in the, in the industry. And but she's her whole idol. story is like, my, her story from yeah. coming from Mexico to here, yep. I'm like, why aren't you talking about this we need to other get people? Yeah. So that's, that's like you said, you got to start by just being there. Yep. You, you ladies have to start by having your voice more present, more prevalent, you know? And, and then after that, then let's start talking about the things that are... Let's not just talk about the things that everyone's already talking about, but let's let's put some flashlights on some things that uh, are in the darker corners that we can't ignore. Yep. Fair? That's absolutely fair. I'm going to challenge this other young lady at the company. I'm going to tell her to reach out to you for a podcast. Oh, right. I well, challenged her with it. She's actually uh, the one that Alejandra brought in oh, to really? take her place to, to move forward. In I got this young buck on my team named Jace. Yeah. He's a young – maybe I should pair the young, young bucks up together great. and let them – pressure test each other it's all i would love to do it just to hear the perspective of people like i don't know how long you've been in the bank i've been around for a few like i've been here for a minute at least so like i've seen it you know evolve iteratively but if you're just getting in the game right now it's not even close to like it was when i first started right absolutely not it was much more the wild west i mean it's much more buttoned up and mature now put it this way there were times that i went into the data center when i was pregnant and they said you're not allowed on the floor you're a leak hazard Stop. Which would not happen Elite right now, right? Hazard. Like I thought it was hilarious and probably legit, right? I'm like <laughs> nine months pregnant, like legit things could happen. So it's that would that would not. Can you imagine? I've never once heard of a data center going down because of a leak hazard, though. I mean, like it's just not happened. No, but I mean that was pretty damn funny. Like I know that. I hope it was said <laughs> as a joke. Hey, it's awesome to see you. you. I'm so happy that we caught you finally. It's been like 19 years. I've been chasing you down to be on this podcast. One year, so yes. big time. So. uh <laughs> Anything else? You. Anything else that you want to leave for the listeners about you that I missed that you think that they know? Like, no. if you need people to get a hold of you, like, who are the types of people that you want to talk to? How about that? I want to talk to the people that are driven, right? Like, or that have the questions. You know, like we talked earlier in the very beginning of the podcast. You know, the the lunch and learns. 
I want to, you know, I want to talk to those people that are aspiring to want to have lunch and learns, you know, and I may not be the person that can cover the topic, right? But put them in contact with the right people, like the Jason Hannas, you know, uh, the Marines, even though she's now retired. But you know, there are other ones out there in the industry. So that's awesome. Well, listen, I appreciate you coming in. Thanks for making the time to join the revolution. Absolutely. And Thanks I look for forward to seeing you again in a few weeks. Yeah, it's very soon. Thanks so much. Thank you. 